Establish my footsteps in your word, and do not let any iniquity have dominion over me. Redeem me from the oppression of man, that I may keep your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. My eyes shed streams of water, because they do not keep your law. Righteous are you, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. You have commanded your testimonies in righteousness and exceeding faithfulness. My zeal has consumed me because my adversaries have forgotten your words. Your word is very pure, therefore your servant loves it. I am small and despised, yet I do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is truth. Trouble and anguish have come upon me, yet your commandments are my delight. Your testimonies are righteous forever. Give me understanding that I may live. I cried with all my heart, Answer me, O Lord. I will observe your statutes. I cried to you, Save me, and I shall keep your testimonies. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I wait for your words. My eyes anticipate the night watches, that I may meditate on your word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness. Revive me, O Lord, according to your ordinances. As I read this scripture today, and I'm, I'm recording this a few hours after I originally read that scripture, what strikes me so much about this psalm, Psalm 119, which is a, such a famous psalm, is his total reliance, his total worship of, his total love of the Word of God. And he just keeps coming back to that. Uh, basically, every single sentence he says is, um, because of your Word, because of your precepts, because of your law. And there was a few notables here where he says in, in verse 133, establish, and of course this is King David, establish my footsteps in your word and do not let any iniquity have dominion over me. He's saying to establish my footsteps is to say, let my walk, the walk of my life, metaphorically, the, the, every decision I make in my life, when I, when I come to real decisions about uh, where I'm going to live, what job I'm going to do, who I'm going to marry, decisions that I'm going to make. What do I do when someone does wrong to me? What do I do when I'm rich? What do I do when I'm poor? What do I do when I have conflict? All these things. Establish my footsteps in your word. And do not let any iniquity have dominion over me. Or don't let sin instead rule over me. And so you have sin held up against having your footsteps or having your walk be in his word. And I think that's what hit me the hardest is to see. And then as you go on, um, every sentence, he says, redeem me from the oppression of man. Why? So that I can keep your precepts. I want to keep your precepts. And that's tied to his word, God's word, his precepts, his rules. And then he says, make your face to shine upon your servant. Why? And teach me your statutes, because I want to learn your statutes. In other words, for me, David, the man of God, 
What it means for your face to shine upon me is that I know your statutes. I'm learning your statutes. My eyes shed streams of water. Why? Because they do not keep your law. Next one. Righteous are you, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. You see that? Your judgments, your law, your statutes, your precepts, your word, your testimonies, verse 138. Your words, verse 139. Your word is very pure, therefore your servant loves it, verse 140. I'm small and despised, yet I do not forget your precepts, verse 141. Your righteousness, 142. Your commandments, 143. Your testimonies, 144. Your statutes, again, 145. Your testimonies, again, 146. I wait for your words, 147. In all that, let me go back to verse 133 and say, Let us walk in his word. And even those of us who call ourselves Christians who claim to follow Christ, it is so easy for us. It is so easy for us to get caught up to where we say, yeah, I know, I believe in Jesus, I, I, I understand that, I've, I made that decision a long time ago, but when it comes to what I need to know now, I need to know how to get through this next trial. I've got a problem with my, with my, my son or my daughter, I've got a problem with my parents, I have something going on with my wife, what am I supposed to do? I have an illness, I'm going into debt. I have a problem with a um, with a brother in the church. I have someone who's persecuting me. I have physical danger. Someone someone is uh, angry at me and they're threatening to to attack me. Uh, whatever you might come across, and it doesn't occur to to believe that in this moment, in this moment right now, as you look out at your life, you are uh, uh, one moment here. Had a little interruption there due to work. But how does this thing truly, in the world that I'm looking at, that I can hear with my ears, that I can see with my eyes, that I'm feeling under my feet as I walk through it, the, the pain and the stress and the joy and everything that's happening to me, do I understand that I can walk in God's words in the real life that's right in front of my eyes? His precepts, his judgments, his laws, all those things can be the forefront, or as it even says in Deuteronomy, they're like frontlets between, between your eyes. In other words, that was like the, the armor that your eyes look through when you're in battle. And so this is the way I view the world is through the truth of God. And, and I live by faith, believing the things God says, living those things out in terms of obedience and in terms of loving his precepts and laws. And then I see after the fact that God is faithful that he was faithful again and my sh my faith is bolstered and strengthened I'm able to uh, bring more faith to other people I'm able to share about God and glorify him in the way he's worked in my life and so to close all that to say let us walk in his word let us let him establish his footsteps I'm sorry our footsteps in his word and do not let sin have dominion over us. God bless you.